It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome on into Locked On Auburn. I feel like it's been forever since we recorded one of these with, you know, Christmas and stuff. We pre-recorded a lot of those episodes, so... Hopefully you enjoyed them. Engagement was pretty high despite it being the holidays and Christmas and all that. So hopefully everyone had a very Merry Christmas. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas here with you. Pappas, uh, happy uh, late uh, Christmas to you and happy early, uh, happy new year. How are you? I'm doing well, Zach. I hope you uh, you had a great Christmas with your family. I know I had a, a pretty good one with mine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bud. Absolutely. Hey, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. A lot of folks don't want to get out there with that holiday rush or you're just kind of, you know, you you want to stay home. Hey, get that food delivered to you. Whether you have uh, family in town or you're just kind of uh, enjoying not leaving your house. Leah and I like didn't leave our house for like three days straight over the Christmas break. It was awesome. Uh, Part of that was uh, Fetch Me brought us uh, some food a few times there. So download their app to search Fetch Me Delivery in your phone's app store. It's free and uh you also can use uh, you can use their website, fetchmedelivery.com. And while you're at that website, highly encourage you to check out their blog. They've got uh, all kinds of cool stuff up there as far as how they're helping local businesses. Uh, because Fetch Me Delivery is the true local delivery service in Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County. A lot of folks claim they're local. They are actually not. Fetch Me is. Auburn alum, uh, Harrison started this thing. Ken, I mean, they, they all do an outstanding job. Also, use promo code ZAC20, Z-A-C-2-0, for your first delivery free. That is at Fetch Me. All right, Pappas, we have not talked since Auburn uh, made everything official with Brian Harson. He uh, The press conference was on Christmas Eve, and um, a lot of people very excited about it. I saw three or four different streams that had it on just on Facebook. And there were like 10,000 folks on each of those different streams. So a lot of Auburn fans tuned in. A lot of Auburn fans very excited to see what Brian Harson had to say. Uh, just kind of overall broad thoughts. What do you think of it? To be honest with you, Zach, I thought it was weird. Um, I, yeah, like that. that's kind of the only way to put it. Um, I didn't watch it live. and I went, But just from like the... It was just kind of strange. Like, I, I wasn't ready for him to just, like, I, I don't know, like, give, like, a speech for, like, half an hour. Um, so we can start there. I thought that was weird, um, which maybe that's just my, like, m- me having not been through a whole lot of these coaching searches and paying close attention to him. But, I mean, he gave a full commencement speech. Yeah, it was odd. And I don't know if the the dynamic and, the like, the – 
the environment in the room was just different. I think back to when I went to Gus Malzahn's press conference when he took the job. And like, it was all in person, so it was different. And it sounded like there were people in the room, but it doesn't sound like there was a ton of people in the room. So like, maybe that changed it a little bit, but he spoke for what felt like about an hour, and then he answered some questions. And I don't know, man. And like, Alan Green talked for a while. Jay Goosh talked for about 20 seconds. And I'm just like, I don't really understand why all this is needed. Just a brief introduction, but I'm kind of there with you. And honestly, I'm glad that a lot of the Auburn fan base, I mean, he won a lot of people over. I mean, there were a ton of Auburn fans that were on the fence. And then I'm looking at it, you know, hopping on Twitter. Like, people are like, I'm in. I am in on Brian Harson. I'm like, okay, good, cool. But I'm with you. I thought it was a little odd. And look, I, I liked a lot of the stuff he said, you know, talking about family, talking about how Auburn was the only place. I thought a large portion of his speech, Uh, made it really seem like, you know, Auburn was kind of a final destination for him and it made it. And it's like when he was thanking all of his former coaches, I was like, this sounds like he's like, Hey mom, I made it. Like, look at this. Thank you to everyone. Like we did it. We're here. Look at us now. And, And that's awesome to hear that. Like, you know, he, he doesn't view Auburn as a stepping stone job or something, which, you know, he shouldn't, but yeah it's that is nice to hear but then he went into like this whole thing like i don't know multiple minutes on how much he loves boise state and how like like they know he's gonna be back and he's gonna continue to support that program and once a bronco always a bronco and i was just kind of like why what who is this right right yeah i thought that was odd too and like i have no issue with you having emotional attachment to where you've been. I have no issue with that, especially since he played there, right? And he's, yeah, and he's been there his whole career. He, I mean, the guys that are there, I'm sure he has a very strong connection with. I have no issues. But that's implied, just, right? Like, you don't need to say that. Yeah, I don't. It was just, and the fact he was like, I'm gonna, they know I'm going to continue to support them in one way or another, and, like, they know I'll be back. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You're going to be back. Yeah. And I, I didn't necessarily like, take it that way. I was just like, okay, all that stuff is implied. I don't think you need to say that. I don't think you need to talk about that, but whatever. I'm sure all that stuff was really well rehearsed and he had his notes and, and all of that. But the, um, the weirdest thing to me was Alan green talking about like the pool. And then Harson got up there and like referenced the pool. That was weird, right? Yeah, I thought that was definitely strange. Uh, and 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 Alan Green is like, yeah. So uh, we actually talked five years ago in a pool, and uh, I'm not going to bring that up though. We're not going to go there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, wait, 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 hold on. But you did go there. You brought like you didn't need to tell us that. Just say that you like you guys met five years ago. Yeah, the, the pool definitely seems like an unnecessary detail. And then, like, to make light of it, Harson brought it up again uh, and then started talking about you only have one chance to make a first impression and blah, blah, blah. And look, I mean, he's right. It certainly seems like he got in contention for this job because of that first impression. And yeah. Like, you know, kudos to him for that. But 
I don't know. Again, the whole thing just seems it just seemed odd. It was the weird to me. Was it, odd. It, it just didn't. It felt like a lecture, like a speech type thing. It didn't really feel like a press yeah. conference. And once again, that could be this Zoom type world, like the reporters weren't in the room. Like it, I'm sure it was a very different, very different situation from like what it was eight years ago. And also, like when Gus came in eight years ago, we already knew Gus. Right, like a lot of people have already interviewed him with the offensive coordinator position. You know, he's he's been used to like he knew everybody in the room pretty much. So maybe he felt like he needed to introduce himself more. Look, it worked. A lot of people really bought in. I want to go back to the pool thing real quick. I thought it was weird that like Alan Green remembered it like super well, and then Harson was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that did happen." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's just that was that that just was like what I was watching it with my dad. We were over at their place for uh, Christmas Eve. And we were gonna go eat dinner after that, and he's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh man! Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at BetOnline.ag. They are a, our exclusive. Um, odds makers uh, throughout the um, the Locked On podcast network. You can go to betonline.ag. You can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. You can bet on games like Auburn's game. Yes, we have an Auburn football game later this week in the Citrus Bowl against Northwestern. Pappas, what is the updated line there? Northwestern is still favored by three points, Zach. Okay. All right. So if you are fired up after hearing Brian Harson and you think these boys are going to be playing for their jobs and these coaches are going to be coaching, you know, to stay on coaching staff, if you're fired up about that, or if so many things are up in the air, you're like, I don't know. Maybe Northwestern's got a shot to cover that. So yeah, head over to betonline.ag today. And you can visit our good friends and exclusive partners at betonline underscore AG on social to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. That is at betonline. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pappas. Another thing about the presser that I thought was interesting, and we talked about this a little bit before. I've watched a lot of Harson pressers over the last week or so. Um, and one thing that like, he does not care about social media, he does not care about online presence or what the rumors or what the storylines are. And I think it's a good thing. And a lot of coaches are that way. He, I think he's just a little bit more aggressive about it. But one thing that surprised me, and it's honestly probably my biggest takeaway as we kind of j- put some of the joking aside is when he started fielding questions, I don't think he was expecting to get so many questions about the rest of the SEC and about recruiting as a whole and the disadvantage that he possibly could be in. All of those seem to take him a little bit off guard. Yeah, I agree. And I think that there's definitely something to be said about like the differences between, you know, going to 
being at Boise State and being at Auburn in this kind of situation, right? Like, for starters, in the Mountain West, all the schools are very spread out, right? So while they do compete for recruits, it's highly unlikely that Utah State is going to go, like, into Idaho and poach a kid from Boise. You, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, in the SEC, all the schools are driving distance for the most part. And so it's just kind of like you – it, 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 you're asked more about the landscape as a whole. I mean, even as, as, um, and I guess more people care about your opinions. That that would be the other thing is like, you know, um, people get uh, different head coaches in the SEC get asked all the time about stuff that happens at other schools. And it's like, how would you have handled that? And they're like, I don't know. Like, let me know. I'll, I'll let you know if that ever happens. Yeah, and, 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 he, and he's not gonna he's not gonna put up with those kind of questions. I don't think. I think the way questions will be asked at press conference in the Harson era will be different. I think you're actually gonna have to ask better questions, which is um, exciting. One thing that stood out to me, though, I mean, he talks about you know working hard time and time and time again, but like mm-hmm. the um, and, and I wish I remember who said this because I was thinking the same thing and they beat me to it. But he he reminded me a ton of coach die in the in in the aspects of like this dude is all football this dude is going to be all about where he's at at the time so I I believe this guy will be 100% Auburn 100% football every second of every single day I think that's going to be kind of who this guy is I think he's going to have more of an aggressive mindset and I think he's going to like come in and, and and just really not take any crap from anybody and I think he's going to tick some people off I think he's going to rustle some feathers, but I think it's, uh, I mean, this is just a total 180 higher from where Auburn has been the last, I was about to say eight years, but probably even longer than that. And I think, I think it's needed. I think it's a good thing. And, you know, a lot of folks were very, very scared of different ways this coaching search could go. And after the Christmas Eve press conference, I really think they nailed it. I mean, this guy is going to be 100% going you know, as fast as he possibly can, as hard as he possibly can, every second of every day. I, that's what stood out to me is this guy is uh, this guy is just going to go as hard as he possibly can and just live football every second of every day. And that's kind of how we answered all the recruiting questions. And you know, several of the questions were asked pretty much the exact same way, and he answered them the same way. But I think all <laughs> in all, that's that's who we're going to get here. Yeah, I agree. It does seem like he's going to be a more no-nonsense guy, um, especially with the media. And if, you know, kind of like what you were saying is a lot of these questions seem to kind of be the same question. And he answered, he gave like the same answer. Um, I did like what he was saying about how, you know, he's going to let the kids know that, you know, if you come to Auburn, this isn't going to be a cupcake walk to the NFL kind of a thing. Like you're coming to Auburn to work hard, be a better football player and be a better person. Mm -hmm. And um, I appreciated that. I think a lot of people um, of other people will appreciate that that also. Um, I I also appreciated that he seemed to do his research about Auburn, Um, not necessarily just the creed. Uh, which he talked about for a while, but just in general about the kind of place that it was. Um, I think it was really smart to to bring up the the people that he knew at Auburn that and like how that was a big factor for him. Be, just because I think that is kind of a an easy way to win favor with the fans. Um, you, know, you know what I wish they would have done? What I wish Auburn would have gotten 
one of the, the folks of the media that were going to be on the Zoom call and essentially planted a question. It gets someone to ask, how long is it going to take to beat Alabama? And it's be like, Coach, you just need to say 60 minutes. They'll love it. <laughs> how epic would that have been? Do you think he would have agreed to do that? I think he would have paid respects to coach and be like, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, in honor of coach Pat die, uh, I'm going to say what he told you guys, 60 minutes. And I think, I mean, that would have been a, that would have been an awesome, awesome thing. Yeah. He could have, that would have been great until it leaked that they planted it. I, I think it would have been better. Like if, if just at the end of his 35 minute speech or whatever he was just like and you know before you guys ask how long it's going to take us to beat alabama i think uh i think coach die already told you what that answer is going to be yeah or something like that you know right but yeah but he's not a storylines guy so like he's he's not going to do that but selfishly because like i would have liked to have that audio that's probably what we would have opened with for the rest of forever (laughs) if he would have done that but oh well Oh, well. Um, I love that the Plainsman guy, and I, I, I forget his name, but someone with the Plainsman asked, I think it was the last question of the presser, asked if anybody uh, on any other coaches at Auburn had reached out to him. And he talked about Kevin Steele and some of the, uh, the assistant coaches, which I don't want to speak on behalf of the reporter, but I feel like they were fishing for like a Bruce Pearl thing there, but that dude is like 100% football. Like it didn't even cross his mind. Uh, yeah. When he asked the question, I was like, Oh, I hope he says Bruce Pearl. So dude didn't even think about it. He didn't even think about it. Cause like Bruce Pearl doesn't coach football. So I'm, I'm all in on football. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every single coach, every single assistant coach. And it's like, well, yeah, all those guys are trying to keep their jobs. We're talking right, about right. You're their guys. boss now, right? We're talking about the ones who uh, you cannot fire, right? Like, did Butch Thompson call you? What about Bruce Pearl? <laughs> There's a lot of really liked Coach coaches. Flo? Yeah. What about Coach Flo? Yeah. So I think, um, like, did Gus call you? But like, that's just kind of. He's not a storylines <laughs> guy, so he's just like, if it doesn't have anything to do with my football program, I don't care. That's that's the kind of guy I think Harson is, and I'm all in on it. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I liked it how it seemed like he had so many kids that he forgot to like mention all of them. He's like, this this one is with me. The other two are at home. <laughs> They're watching on the like, internet. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, two of the members of my family are here. I got this daughter and this daughter. They're at home. And then um, you know, my two-year-old who knows the high school team and the helmets and, and the colors. And then it was like it, it was like he realized that like that wasn't a storyline that Auburn had, knew about yet, and then he bailed on. It. He right. It's like, oh wait, we don't talk about that. Shoot. <laughs> and and then he was like, oh, and you two, you, you two, Trevor. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> How many kids does this guy have? Uh, he won a lot of people over. I I know we're kind of poking at some of the moments, but. I think all yeah, in no, all, I, mean, I think he achieved what he needed to do. I think he introduced himself in a way that he wanted to. And I think a lot of the Auburn fan base is really excited for the Brian Harson era. So it, it could have gone about a billion times worse, Zach. I mean, we had no slip ups, no yeah. University of Auburn's, no. True. Uh, I mean, he led with War Eagle, but there was no like uh, go War Eagles. Or in, I mean, right. it could have gone 
a he wasn't mean to anyone. He didn't seem to do anything that would piss off our rival coaches and make them want to murder us even more than they already do. Yeah, I mean, it was it could have gone a thousand times worse. Right. No, I think um, I think they made a great hire. I'm excited to see what he can do. Absolutely. All right, we will uh, touch on some listener questions next, right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at. Built Bar, you guys hear me talk about these guys a ton. These guys uh, deserve every bit of uh, the claim that they are able to make that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the healthy protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Uh, the improved Built Bar, it's even better. They've got uh, 18 amazing flavors, six newer ones, and they're even kind of rotating some out. They've got some white chocolate ones now uh, since that's kind of uh, in season with the holidays, but caramel brownie, cookies and cream, apple almond crisp, coconut peanut butter brownie, that's my favorite. Bars are covered 100% in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. The chocolate coating's got kind of a little bit of a, a very subtle crunch, and then the inside is just, um, it's, uh, it's delicious. It's delicious. It's great for the health-conscious guy or gal. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. And, uh, I mean, looking at the flavor profile for uh, the coconut almond bar, 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. It's awesome. Go to BuiltBar.com today. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pat, final few uh, minutes here. Let's see. You can text us or call us 205-502-4285. Guys, I apologize. We have like 50 voicemails. I um I just haven't been home and been able to move them. That's actually not true. I just haven't done it. I'm sorry. 205-502-4285. Nick from San Diego shot us a text. He said, a lot of talk about how Brian Harson is going to do in recruiting. I think the positive reactions of the commits who were holding out is already a good sign in that direction. His personality and winning record at BSU seem to be enough for most people right now. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of recruits that really like his energy, that like the more stern approach. And like anything, I think there's going to be some folks that that don't like it. But all in all, especially the guys on the offensive side of the football seem to really, really like it. And I know we can point at the, you know, the, the winning that he has done at Boise State and the success. And I just... Obviously, it's good. I just don't know how much you can really compare the winning and the success at Boise to what's about to happen at Auburn. And, you know, two or three seasons may go by and he's taken the program to where it's never been before. That'd be great, obviously. I just, I don't think there's any way to know if it's actually going to translate or not until we see it on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. And, and I mean, for recruiting in this cycle, it, it's really... To me, it seems like it's really going to be like, how fast can you get your staff in? Because I feel like it's a really big ask to 
you know, to ask the the current Auburn staff to go out and recruit kids to Auburn when this staff doesn't even know if they're going to be here. Uh, Zach, we've talked before about the kind of relationships that these coaches um, form with a lot of these high school athletes out on the recruiting trail. And, and to ask them to re- recruit these kids to somewhere that they don't they, I mean, they don't even know if they're going to be here next season. How can they convince how, how can you ask them to convince kids to to come to the, the school? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's tough. Um, all right. Phoenix from Tennessee sends us a long text. I did some digging before bed and before work. I love the Harson pick. I'm all in. If Auburn was two-thirds as physical as some of those two and three stars at Boise State from 16 to 19, we probably would have played for an SEC title two of the three of those years. I like him. He has that almost military-esque cut about him. You know that dude wakes up at 4 a.m. every day, works out, eats breakfast, and wins the day, LOL. In all seriousness, dude can coach. I am absolutely interested in and what happens to make Harson an Auburn man? I don't think that you do that without having Auburn guys on the staff. I'm extremely interested in what happens with these assistant coaches. I really think that we see a coach Cadillac or maybe a coach Jason Campbell hired slash held on to. Look out SEC West, a.k.a. Alabama. A new Auburn is about to come onto the football field. Bo Nix ain't back talking that. Uh, that is true. I imagine his relationship will be very different. Um, I think, you know, you're hearing Cadillac and T-Will being the, um, the folks, the most likely to be held on to. I don't know if that is actual hearsay or if that's just what the Auburn fan base wants, but I really want Cody Burns to stay on staff. I know a lot of people are kind of eh on Cody. I think he's done a really good job. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I could pick three folks to stay on staff, it'd be Cody Burns, Cadillac and T-Will for sure. Um, I'd be surprised if it was any more than that, honestly. If I could pick three, it'd be, it'd probably be Cadillac, Bicknell, and T Will. Uh huh. Maybe Crime Dog. Yeah. I know Burns is a really, really good recruiter. I just feel like the receivers don't get better once they get here. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so that's I think the all. scheme holds him back a lot, but to say. Like Eli Stove didn't get better while he was at Auburn, or Anthony Schwartz didn't get better while he was at Auburn, or even Seth Williams. I think that's wrong. But should they get be- more, more better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I uh, maybe I'm missing it, but I don't. I, I don't feel like we've seen that Seth Williams has gotten all that much better. Um, I feel like Schwartz's usage in this third season was way better than he, the last two years. But I mean, coming coming out of Seth's Wait, coming out of Schwartz's sophomore year, um, I feel like we were all kind of like, did he get it? Did he get worse? Yeah. Well, last year he dealt with all you know that weird hand injury, and then you know it's like he never really got healthy. This year they turned him in from this dude that can run straight really well into um, an actual receiver. Yeah, an actual receiver. And well, was that was that um, was that usage? Scheme? Was that Morris? Was it scheme? Yeah. I don't. I mean, the scheme has just been bad for receivers, and so. I have a hard time blaming that on Cody. Uh, last one here. Harson. he's a quarterback guy, which I think has been our Achilles heel so far. The biggest question comes down to recruiting. He was successful at Boise State without a slate of four or five stars. I wonder if it'll translate well. Hopefully he can turn Demetrius Davis, a.k.a. Thick Marshall, into even more of a monster. I imagine he's very excited. Um, so 
we'll uh, we'll have to see. And a lot of people very excited about Bo Nix learning under under him under Harson. And I just uh, I'm worried that just one off season and then one season is going to be enough. I mean, Pappas, you kind of gave us some numbers of guys taking that that big jump when we were reacting, I guess, last sometime last week, the day after the news came out. Um, and I, I'm wondering if just one season will be enough for Bo. Will he, uh, will he choose to leave after next season and go to the NFL? Will he stay four years? Will he stay five now since none of the eligibility counts for this season? Um, I think the longer Bo stays, obviously, the more he's going to get out of this hire. Yep, I absolutely agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. Cool. Where can people find you, buddy? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We will turn our focus to Auburn's bowl game against Northwestern. We will try to make it interesting. I promise. As interesting as Northwestern can be. Right here on Locked On Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.